Hello and good morning. It's Melissa. I am the founder of A Yogi Kitchen and Pantry. Welcome to Off the Mat, where we talk about our practice that doesn't include asana practice. So many people think yoga is a series of postures or poses, and it's so much more than that. So here we come together and we focus on meditation practice. We focus on our seva practice, which is our focus this session. We focus on ahimsa, the yamas and the niyamas. Um, We talk about all the different ways that yoga affects us off the mat, as well as some of the lessons that we learn when we're on the mat. And so today we're going to talk about seva, which is service to others, or service from the heart, or selfless service. And we're going to talk about um, why it's important, what I'm challenging you to do, and what we're doing around here to increase our seva. So I thought I would just tell the new folks who we are and what we do. So a yogi kitchen for years was me teaching yoga, whether it was retreats or workshops or weekly classes. And in the beginning, it was mostly Lawrence, Kansas. Then it was Lawrence and Boston. Then it was Lawrence and New York. And then for a little bit, it was Lawrence and my hometown of Chicago. And then the pandemic hit. And we went Lawrence and online. So for a long time, it was just online. And then I don't even know, two years ago, I went back to teaching a year and a half ago, went back to teaching uh, uh, in-person classes. And we're going back to that. We just took an eight-month hiatus while I was in Chicago. um, My mom was sick. And so I was in Chicago and uh, was teaching just online. But now starting this Sunday, we're going back to in-person classes. So if you're in Lawrence, Kansas, um, you can join us at Sunrise Project 1501 Learnard. Um, it is a free community class. Your donations, all the classes are by donation. Your donations are always um, appreciated, never required. But your donations, they pay me. They keep gas in the car so I can deliver food to people and clothes to people. And I can go places and, and donate our time and our energy and our resources. So we partner up with a couple of different places in town. Sunrise Project is one of them and ECM at KU is the other. And those two I'm really consistent with. And then there's other places around town that need help. We also keep a pantry and a closet. So both situations, usually the pantry is consistent. So right now there's three families that on a weekly basis, I take them a box of groceries and the groceries come from coordinating with other pantries in town, mostly Sunrise Project and uh, from your donations. So sometimes there's enough cash donations available that I can just buy some things like right now. What was just on sale that I bought? Um, I bought peppers that were on sale and there's something else I just bought that was a great deal. Oh, potatoes. Was that it? I can't remember. But anyway, so I was able to pay, buy some things and like in a little bit, in like an hour, I'm going to go divide everything into boxes. And then at noon, I'm going to go deliver um, to three different families with kids. And that uh, that is something we consistently do on a weekly basis. The closet is more someone says, hey, I know this woman who just, whatever, lost all her belongings. Does anyone have whatever in this size? And I go down through the closet and I look. And like recently we did have a woman 
who lost um, almost everything she had, and we had a lot of clothes in her size. And so that's all due to your donations. Um, so that's who we are. We People show up in lots of different ways. In the summers, we do yoga in the park. I'm hoping to do that this spring. The last two summers, well, no, not the last summer, but the two summers before that, we had so much so many heat index warning days that I just, I would refuse to teach for my own personal comfort, but also for safety. I'm not going to teach out in the sun when it's 105 degrees. Um, And I know people teach hot yoga and stuff, but I'm not going to put people's health at risk. And I just, I really don't enjoy that kind of heat. So hopefully we'll do that this spring. That's pretty much who we are. Um, we're not a huge group, but we're a strong group. We're really, um, I call us a yoga family because we're tight-knit. Um, it feels good when we're together. It feels like, you know, when you get together with your family. So that's who we are. Um, there's also the blog, and that's not an easy-to-find blog. You can you can access it through the website, yogikitchen.com, but it's... Um, what is the title? It's a yogikitchen.wordpress.com. So it's not going to be the thing that pops up right away, but you can access it that way. You can do a Google search or you can also just go to the website. And the website needs a bunch of updating right now, but it is there. It's got the information you need. Um, and here, off the mat. I think that's what we do. So this month, I wanted to talk a little bit about what we're focusing on. And this month, we're focusing on the yoga concept, a core concept to yoga called seva. And seva is our selfless service from the heart. Um, It is a really important part of yoga. And it's so much an integral part of a yogi kitchen. Without our practice of serving others, we really just, you know, have a couple yoga classes a week. But the service part of a yoga kitchen is huge. It is, I would say, 90% of what I do um, and what I invite you all to do. So it's it's a heart-opening practice, and you can you can hear all of what it is and what it isn't in the last episode. But I wanted to throw out a challenge for you. Um, I threw this out during Saturday morning's lay down and roll around yoga class. And um, I can't remember if I mentioned, but all of our classes are U.S. Central Time. So that class meets 8.30 a.m. on Saturday. And it's exactly what it sounds like. We lay down a lot. We sit up a little bit, but we lay down most of it. Um, and we roll around and it's a lot of, this is a really big trendy word right now, but um, it's how I was taught to teach. So I teach somatic yoga um, and I never really thought much about it, but now somatic's a really big trendy word. So I'm like, oh, that's what we do. And I'll see something like on Instagram or wherever. I'm like, oh, we do that in class. Oh, we do that in class. I'm like, I guess I'm a somatic yoga teacher. Um, so one of the things I love about yoga is how it all fits together. So we're focusing on a lot of physical heart openers in our yoga classes right now. Tonight is restorative yoga at 8.30 p.m. And we're going to do a bunch of heart openers. That heart opening is so important for so many different things. One, just the act of doing those gentle back bends that everyone can do. 
well, okay, not everyone, but like 90%, 95% of the population can do. Um, helps us with our breath control. It helps uh, open the intercostal muscles, the muscles in between your ribs. And those muscles have huge responsibility for breath control. So as we're moving into allergy season, all that sneezing and coughing that so many of us do, helps keep everything healthy. It creates lots of space for the lungs. It's good for your lungs too. We tend to really focus on the breath when we're in back bends. And in my classes, I always remind you to focus on your breath. It also helps you open your heart in an emotional way. It helps you connect with your emotions. And this energy that swirls around the Anahata chakra is focused on loving kindness and compassion. And I always tell people it's first and foremost towards yourself. And that is true. As you open and you get really good at loving yourself, being kind to yourself, being compassionate to yourself, Maybe not every moment of every day, but the more often you do it, the more consistent you get at saying, oh, like, I don't know, I just said something yesterday to myself. I did something. I was like, well, so that was stupid. And I heard it and I used to be like, well, I don't really mean you're stupid. But now I go, Melissa, don't talk to yourself like that. So, and that's, that's what I say very consistently myself. Melissa, that's really stupid. Like, I don't often say, Melissa, you're an asshole. I don't say you're a mean person. I say that you're stupid. And I know I'm not stupid, but it's the thing that I say. Um, So I've been telling myself, you need to stop that language. You need to stop that energy because just even saying those words shifts your energy. And there's been all kinds of research done about how language really does matter to your brain brain chemistry. Um, So that's sort of the work of the Anahata Chakra and opening your heart space. And as you get better at doing that, at least just saying, Melissa, don't talk to yourself like that, you get better at opening your heart to other people and to others. And so this is community care. This is what makes our makes the world turn, right? Is, is us taking care of each other. So I have suggested to people, and I can't remember if this is in the last episode, but definitely this Saturday, um, I said, you know, you do not have to show up at the organizations that that's hurting the most and do something that you don't feel compelled to do. I cook at Yogi at Yogi Kitchen. I cook at Sunrise Project and at ECM because I love cooking because I'm a chef and it makes me happy. And people standing around a table chopping together is a community that I can laugh with and we can be serious and share experiences with. And it just makes me happy. Um, and I, there's so many chefs who have those memories. And one of my favorite chefs, Massimo Batura, he talks about, not Batura, uh, Massimo, I can't think of his last name. Um, but he talks about, you know, being under the table when his grandma and his mom and maybe some aunts or something, I don't know, would be rolling out dough in his little town that he grew up in in Italy, um, and he would sit under there and the, the, the flower dust would like sift down on top of him. And he just has these memories of that camaraderie of cooking together. And that's what I love. So that's what I do. Um, asked me to be in a sewing, sewing circle to, I don't know, make blankets for the hospital. Not so much in my wheelhouse. I don't know that anyone would even want that blanket. But, um, you know, it's not something that I feel compelled to do. 
there's, I would never in a million years, we have a board member at Sunrise Project who is an accountant and she donates her time to keeping the books at Sunrise. Never in a million years would I think that's something I should do. Like they don't want me doing that, but also I would quit volunteering in a second. So I challenge you to really open your heart to whatever you're doing, however you're being of service out there in your community. And again, this is important. This is about being out in your community, not just taking care of the people in your inner circle. Like I've said before, it's really lovely when we, you know, take soup to one of our sick neighbors or drive a coworker um, to a doctor's appointment or whatever it might be. Those are really wonderful things, but it's not the same as selfless service because basically that's a transaction, right? It, it deepens the bond that you have with another person. It probably is going to be returned. The favor will be returned to you at some point. Um, and so we don't, that's a wonderful way of loving the people around you, but it's not the same as Seva. So Seva is no transactions, no compensation, no reward, no recognition. If it happens, if there happens to be like a reward or recognition, that's lovely, but you don't do it for that reason. Like lots of us have jobs where we are of service to other people and our expectation is that we will get a paycheck for it. So that's a transaction. Um, so what I asked my class on Saturday to do, and what I'm going to ask you to do is however you're being of service, up it for the next, I think we're going to do a six week session. We might do an eight week session. So for the next two months, make a commitment to up your service. And it doesn't have to be a huge thing. Um, for example, I often go to sunrise for, the last couple times, because I had COVID, I wasn't feeling, my energy wasn't up. I've been going the last couple Tuesdays to help chop for two hours. They're actually there for three hours. I just commit to two hours and then I'm there the next day. I'm there all day long. And sometimes I take a break in the middle and sometimes I don't. So what I could do to up my service this month, and I'm going to tell you all the ways that we're doing it at at, Sunra- at a yogi kitchen. But one of the ways I can up my personal service, because that's different than my work service. But what I could do is stay for maybe half an hour more on Tuesdays. I mean, I do a lot, so I'm not feeling compelled, but I want to challenge us all to up it. Another thing that I've been thinking about doing is we, um, we did some hats from the heart this, this winter, Um, We didn't do a huge amount. We never do a huge amount. It's something that's sort of growing slowly every year. But I thought, you know, not only could I crochet hats, but I could crochet, and I want some of these for me, is crochet some dishcloths, like some scrubby cloths, and share them um, with organizations, with different kinds of people. And that's something I can just do sitting in front of my television or sitting in front of my computer and watching Netflix. Like it doesn't have to be go out into the community and sweat and toil. There's lots of different ways that you can be more of service. Um, maybe it's next time you go to the grocery store when you're at your local Kroger and you see, oh, these are on sale for two for a dollar. Grab some, take them to your local pantry and maybe do that on a weekly basis for the next six to eight weeks. And that's how you up your game. There's no, um, 
What am I trying to say? There is no set way. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Just up your game. Okay, I want to share something. Um, I am feeling like this episode is really clunky. And my instinct is to erase or delete everything that I've recorded and re-record. And I'm really resisting that. One, because I have a little bit of a time crunch. Like I said, I'm going to go organize boxes and then go deliver food. And I'd like to get this posted before then. Um, But two, I want it to be, um, I'd like to set an example. Like, it's okay to post your drafts, right? Do the C plus work. It's okay to just get it out there and not perfect everything. And I'm really trying to do that is not work so hard at things being perfect. Um, And if you see posts from mine, they have typos, autocorrects in them all the time. And I'm, I'm trying to actually get better at just taking a second. It's my busy brain. Like I just, I type things and I hit send and I go, oh, should I have proofread that? And then I go back and look and sometimes it doesn't even make sense. So there's, there's a line that I'm trying to find that's not perfectionism, but not just being sloppy like that. There's somewhere in the middle. Um, so I just wanted to share that with you because I wanted to be vulnerable in that way. I wanted to open my heart to you in that way um, so that I get that reinforcement too, that this is okay. It's okay to, you know, do the C plus work because it's more important to get out there to connect with you guys than to have it be perfect. So I think um, that's the challenge is up your service. And if you can just commit to that, maybe an extra hour a week, whatever it is, um, for two months, maybe at the end of two months, you go, okay, I got to stop doing so much other stuff and go back to focusing on whatever it is. I mean, at that point, we're going to be in our gardens and stuff. So maybe it's like, okay, I need to stop doing that so much so that we can um, focus on, you know, work or whatever. Uh, Sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought right there. So here's what's going on with us, what we're doing. So as a lot of you know, Yogi Kitchen is part of that organization, ECM at KU, and you can just Google them, ecmku.org. They are a community organization, and so many people think it's a KU, a Kansas University or University of Kansas organization, and it's not. It's a community organization that happens to be on campus, like, I don't even know what it was, more than 50 years ago. Well, I guess it's 2023, so or 2024. So it's more like 70 or 80 years ago, there were a bunch of ECMs and they all made an effort to be on campus so they could be a community organization that serves students. So they do serve a lot of students. But a few weeks ago, we had a really bad cold snap here in Lawrence. It was about the same time that we had this a cold snap last year. Last year, there was very little help for our most vulnerable population, the unhoused. And... I I can't even tell you, it wasn't a long cold snap, but how scared I was for some of the people that I look out for. This year, people really stepped up and it was lovely. Um, it was a little bit of our government, not as much as I would have liked, but a lot of churches, 
a lot of organizations really stepped up, opened their doors for overnights, opened their doors for warming stations during the day, and ECM did. Since then, more of the unhoused population has understood, oh, this building is open during the day for us, and I go there to do some work. I might be going there this afternoon, in fact. Um, I go there, and there's free Wi-Fi, there's free coffee, and it's just architecturally, it's a great space. It has beautiful energy. It's up on a hill. When you go upstairs to the second floor, you can look out over Lawrence, Kansas, and it's just, it's beautiful. So I like being there. Um, Because they have so many people who are using the space during the day now, they would like to offer food to some of the hungry unhoused. And um, they're inviting people to just drop off like some casseroles or soup or whatever you have, or they've invited me to go in, can look at the pantry, see what there is, and if you can just throw something together from what they have in their pantry, they're asking people to do that. And I love that kind of challenge. So this is something I'm sort of getting started. We're going to start doing that um, at least once a week. And for all of that, we need some donations. And in addition to the people that were delivering groceries to, um, we are, the pantry is starting to get low. Um, and so we are looking for cash donations to buy supplies, but also for just food donations. So if you're here in Lawrence, Kansas, we're asking that, um, and it can be perishable. It doesn't have to be non-perishables, but you can donate what you have, um, or when you're next time you're at Kroger and you see those two for a dollar things or you go through the sales section and there's 10 cent things, grab a bunch of them, bring them to me. I'll whip them into something for people. Um, so there's that opportunity. And if you would like to join me at Sunrise, not at Sunrise, I'm sorry, at ECM, if you like say, you know, you're taking part of a day off on Thursday. Well, Thursday's not a good day. Sorry, Wednesday. Um, and you would like to do something like that. Throw me a text. and we can go there and do some cooking together. And in my head, this is like throwing together a stir fry. We're just going to do it fast and dirty and make as much as we can for as many people as we can. Um, So that's something I'm really super excited about. We're also working on having a pantry at ECM that's been in the works for quite a while. And then again, I was gone. So they um, that kind of got put on hold. So that's some of the major stuff. Um, how we're upping our game. The other thing that I've been thinking about, and I want to encourage people in our community to do this, is there's a lot of people out there that grow food and share with their neighbors. I want to encourage you to grow some food and share with the pantries in town. So I, there's part of me that wants to, you know, just like change my whole garden into a food garden. And there's part of me that says, Melissa, you're so ambitious when it's, you know, February, but maybe what you should do is like a couple potted tomatoes or, you know, whatever. So I'm, I'm still working on what that is for me, but my prime interest besides eating healthy for me and my partner, my prime interest is uh, growing food that we can share with the pantries in town. So let's, um, you know, do some of that, opening our hearts to other people beyond just this challenge. But now, you know, Sunrise just did their plant seed, uh, seed planting this last Saturday, Sunday. So uh, it's time. 
I kind of always watch them to see what they're doing. It's time to start seedlings. So if you're ambitious and you want to start some seedlings, um, get ready for a good growing season and we'll feed people and it'll be really awesome. So that's what I have to say about Seva. That's our challenge for right um, now. We're going to talk more about it. And as always, I encourage you when you get on the mat today or tomorrow, whenever you're on the mat next, just close your eyes, lie there for a moment before you practice and just say the word to yourself. You can say whichever. You can say the Sanskrit word is seva. Um, and I've looked up how to pronounce it and that comes up most consistently is seva. Um, but it, I have heard seva and I always want to say seva, but that's, I don't know... There's a lot of cultures that use Sanskrit words. So I think that's why you hear different pronunciations, but I'm not completely sure. But you can say seva over and over to yourself, or you can just say service over and over to yourself. Seva is a lot less clunky. Um, and just notice how the word starts to shift who you are physically, emotionally, and mentally. And just imagine your heart space opening, opening to love those around you, to be an integral part of community care. Um, and we all are part of different communities. So whether it's your larger community, like a town like Lawrence, Kansas, or whether it's maybe you have an online community of people with like interests or people who do the same work that you do, there's lots of different ways to be of service um, in a community. Um, And I, I really want to encourage you to listen to your heart, listen to what feeds you, what lights you up, what excites you. You know, it does not have to be in a larger setting. Um, I have a couple of people who really don't like being um, in groups. And so they bake at home and share or they do one on one work um, they read to people in the hospital or they read on, on a recording for people. Um, there's so many different ways that you can be of service and help out. So please go to the website, make a donation, come to yoga tonight, 8.30 p.m. is um, restorative yoga. We're going to open our hearts. Have a great one.